0: We've been studying through the Book of John on Sunday mornings, but tonight, I just uh, this morning, I just want to take one excerpt here, and uh, Jesus speaking about the bread of life, and I want to speak to you this morning on the the, the bread of life. And uh, Jesus, if you uh, if John chapter six, the uh, Jesus feeds the five thousand. He walks on the Sea of Galilee, goes to the other side, and these men. And women are following him because they want more food. And Jesus rebukes them because they just want to eat a physical food. But he wants to give them a spiritual food, which is the bread of life. And he's trying to help them, trying to uh, give them that right thing. So, you've got your Bibles open to John chapter 6, if you will. Let's stand, just out of respect to reading God's word, if you can. John chapter number 6. And let's read together, if you can or read with me, if you will, uh, in verse number uh, 32. Verse number 32. Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he which cometh down from heaven and giveth life unto the world. Then said they unto him, Lord, evermore give us this bread. Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. But I said unto, unto you, that ye also have seen me, and believe not all that my Father giveth me shall come to me. And him that cometh to me I will in no wise cast out. Let's pray one more time. Lord, as we've prayed before, we've prayed during the beginning of the message, uh, beginning of the service, pray one more time. Uh, Lord, give me the words to say, the ability to say it. Lord, have, help me to have a clarity of mind. Lord, I, I thank you so much for what you've done for us today. Yes. yes. Lord, I pray that if there's one in here that doesn't know you for sure, they've never tasted that bread of life, I pray that today. Would be that day. We love you, Jesus. We thank you for what you've done. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Thank y'all. Y'all may be seated. In John chapter number six, we see here that Jesus speaks of the bread of life. This is this is split into three different passages, or three separate passages in this in this preaching of Christ using bread as a symbol for Christ. From these three passages, we note that there are eight things in this passage he speaks of bread. And, and how that we can apply it to our life uh, and how we can see what Jesus is. So first of all, just by as we make our way through the message here, number one is first the bread that he's speaking of is true. Now, uh, let me back up for just a moment here. In verse number 30 and verse number 31, in verse number 31 they're talking about manna that they ate with Moses. They're talking about how God provided for them in the desert and God gave them manna in the desert. So God, God, uh, or Jesus is—he's saying, "Well, I'm not talking about a physical bread, okay?" And so he moves on to a spiritual bread. He moves on to something that isn't a physical to the mouth. All right. In just a little bit, we're going to go over there and eat some eat some stuff, for our physical food. But Jesus wasn't talking about the the physical food. He was talking about the spiritual the spiritual food. And what is that? Jesus said, "I am." The bread of life. What does that mean? That means that he is the giver of the bread. What is is the bread? That is the word of God. That is this this word of God that I hold in my hand. It is from him. And he is the giver of that. But he is the bread of life. So let's discuss that for just a moment. Number one is the bread (laughs) is true. You say, how do you know the bread is true? In John verse 32, he says, And Jesus said... Moses gave you not that bread from heaven, but my Father giveth you the what? The true bread from heaven. True can teach us that Christ and the gospel are are, are not artificial. They're not fake. They are are the truth. They're not fake. They're not phony. They're not counterfeit. They are genuine. What does that mean? That means Jesus Christ is who he said he was. He is exactly what He is. He is the Son of God, and He is the bread of life. He is not fake, and it takes Him and Him alone to get to heaven. And He says that, and this is a description of Him saying, Hey, I am the true bread of life. I am the true bread of life. Now, too many times in our life we get counterfeits. You know, I worked in the grocery store business for I don't know 13 or 14 years, and the one thing that we trained our cashiers to do was to not to study the real money. We didn't give them real money to. Uh, we didn't give them counterfeits to study. We gave them the real money to study, make sure that that they knew what real money felt like, what real money looked like what real money felt like, you can tell a difference. I don't know if you've ever been handed a fake $20 bill or a fake $100 bill. You can immediately, if you've ever handled enough money, you know immediately that that money's fake. It's a counterfeit. You know what there is in this world? There's a lot of counterfeit Amen. going on. Amen. There's a lot of counterfeit bread going on. <laughs> Try, trying to pass out bread that's fake. Trying to pass out bread that's not real. Jesus said, I am the true bread of life. He is the only bread of life. Yeah, He's the only bread. He's the only bread that we can partake yes, of. Yes, and he says, I am the bread of life. On. But not only that, but I'm the true bread of life. There's not any other. As it says in Acts, there is no name. There is no other name. That's given right. among given among men whereby you must be saved. Right. Nobody. You can't go to heaven and say, well, I'm here because of Trenton. He told me I could get in. No, that's not going to work. God's going to look at you and say, son, you are sadly mistaken, but Trinity ain't good enough. His word ain't good enough to get you here. It's only by the bread that's true. The bread that's true. It's a true bread. It is a true bread. Not only do we see that it's a true bread in the scripture, but number two, the bread is free. You say, what do you mean the bread is free? Look in verse number 32. What does he say? He says in verse number 32, he said, My Father giveth you the true bread. Have you ever gave a gift to to somebody? How many of you guys have ever gave a gift to somebody? Raise your hand. Everybody in this room, you've given gifts out. Now, how many of you guys expected them to pay up? Whoa, whoa.
1: Hey, I gave you Christmas gifts. You better pay up,
0: bud. There's not a parent in this world that has their, has the uh, gifts under the tree and says, all right, Christmas is over. Now pay up, son. You better pay me back. Or I have dollars. So you better pay up a dollar. Come over. Give me my money that I spent. Because it was a gift that I gave to them. What does that mean, Brother Trenton? I mean, this bread that we're talking about, it's free. Right? right. It's a free bread. Yes. Right. And they're not going to charge for this bread. There's, there's not a charge. When you get to heaven, he's going to say, all right, this is how much you owe to get into heaven. That's not how that works. No. Well, you, you've got to do this, and you've got to do this, and you've got to do this to get to heaven. No, that's not how that works. You say, how is that not how it works? Because when Jesus Christ died on the cross, what did he die for? Come on, breathe. What did he die for? He died so that everyone could look at him on the cross, and everyone could see him bleed, and everybody could see him die, and everybody could see that. Why did he die on the cross? The reason he died on the cross was for my sin. And your sin, my sin, was the sin that nailed him there. My sin was the sin that kept him on that cross. My sin was, and he decided to pay for my sin on the cross. Yeah. So why in the world do you think, or I think, that I've got to pay for my sin when he already paid for it? Right. What was the point of him dying on the cross if I still have to pay for my sin that I've committed? There's not any point. No. For by grace are you saved through what? Faith. Through faith? No, no, no. That's not what it says. It says good works. That's not what it says, huh? No. It's not by, by baptism. It's not by being a good person. It's not by making sure your neighbor's taken care of. No, he says, for by grace are you saved through faith. And then not of yourselves. It is a gift of God because a gift is free. Yes. There is no charge. That's right. That's right. That's right. And that free gift we're talking about is the gift of life. Yes. The gift of bread. Yes. It's free. It's free. I don't know too many people that will turn down a free meal. Right. You ever turned down a free meal before? <laughs> uh, you know I haven't. <laughs> I haven't missed very many meals at all. And I sure ain't going to turn down a free one. Right. Why in the world would you leave this world and turn down the free bread? Help us. Of right. You know you get one life to live. When this life is over, it's done. Right. right. You're not coming back as a grasshopper or. Amen. Yeah. You're not coming back. Dry. Dry. You one life to live. Dry. You have one chance. This is your chance. This life you live is your chance to receive that bread of life. Yes. That's right. And it doesn't matter what denomination. It doesn't matter what church you go to or what church you're a member of or what church you've been baptized in. It doesn't matter one bit. When you get to heaven, he's not going to say, what denomination are you? He's going to say, is the blood applied to your life? Have you taken that free bread of life that I've given you, that opportunity for you to receive that free bread? So I ask you, have you received the free bread? I have. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've tasted of the bread of life, yes, and it's free. Amen, praise. Because it's been paid for. Yes. yes. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. It would have been pointless for Him to die if I still have to pay for it. Number one, the bread is true. The bread is free. Number three, the bread is divine. The the bread is divine. Look in verse number thirty-three. The bread of who? Of God. It's not of Trenton. And it's not of, and it's not of anybody in this room. It's of God. So this bread is not just the normal average bread that we're going to set and eat in just a minute. It's the bread of God. It comes from God. It's from His lips. It's from His mouth. It is the bread of God. How divine is that? The bread came. It came from God's oven. The Savior and salvation are of God. Yeah. Not of man amen the bread is true, the bread is free the bread is divine. number four the bread is life giving And verse number 33 the Bible says the bread of life giveth life giveth life. Wow the Bible says one of the most famous verses you guys can probably quote it with me John 3:16 says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believed in him should not perish, but have, what's the next word? Everlasting, ever-lasting, everlasting life. I have it. Amen. Hallelujah. I have Amen. that life. How can you be so certain, Brother <coughs> that you have that life? How can you be so certain? 1 John 5 verse 13 tells me these things have I written unto you that you may K N O W. Know that you have eternal life and that you may believe on the name of the Son of God. Yes. How can I be so certain? Because I know I believe in his name and I'm going to heaven because I've tasted. Oh, this bread of life. Yeah. It's an everlasting life. See, when I die, and I've said this before, and I mean it, don't weep for me. Right. Don't cry for me. Why? Because I didn't die. You see, you didn't know. The moment I take my last breath on this earth is my first breath in heaven with Jesus. Yes. Yes. The Bible says to be absent from the body. Is to be present with the Lord. So don't weep for me. Don't cry for me. Because I'll be in heaven. My life will just then begin. Because i patient of the everlasting life. This bread of life. Will you take it? This bread of life is true. It's free. It's divine. It's life-giving. Hallelujah. And... This bread of life is plentiful. What does that mean? That means, in verse number 33, the Bible says, He giveth life unto the what? What does that say? The world. The world. So, who does He give life to? Everybody. Oh, just some people. Only if you meet the income criteria around here will you get that gift of life. That's not what He says. Only if you need this and this and this. He said no. He came to give life to the world so that the world can taste of the bread of life and so there's not going to come a day based on your income based on your race, based on who you are, who your parents were or what country you grew up in when you stand before God and you want the bread of life. He's not going to turn you away and he's going to say no, no, no you go down the road. I, I can't accept you're you're not good enough or you're not not the right power. No, no, no. He accepts all and He wants all to believe in Him and it's for the whole world. Yes. Yes. It's for the whole world. The whole world. The whole world. The gospel of Jesus Christ is for the whole world. And in contrast... To Moses in verse number thirty-one, who is the man given to just the Israelites? But God says, "My bread is better than Moses's bread." Yes, because He only gave it to the Israelites, but I'm giving it to the world. Yeah, I'm so thankful that God didn't turn me away. Amen. When Amen. I came to Him based on who I was, Amen. Amen. Based on what I had done, come on, bro, and my sins that I was going to commit. Yeah. He didn't turn me away. Come no on, it's free. It's plentiful. It's life-giving. Number six, it's desired of. Verse number thirty-four. Then said they unto the Lord, evermore, "Give us this bread." I would. I would assume to say. I would say. I, I think that it would be safe to say. There's not a person in this room that wants to die and not go to heaven. Would it be safe to say there's a person in this room that says, man, I want to go. I, I do not want to go to heaven when I die. I know. This bread is desired of. You want know people, you know, there's there's thousands and thousands of religions in this world and all of them point to one place, trying to get to one place. And that's heaven. They all want to get there. Somehow, some way. But I want to tell you something. Is that Jesus Christ made that way possible. Yeah, that's right. For the world. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. By one way. Yeah. And it is desired of throughout this world. People will strive their whole life to go to heaven, yeah. to be good enough, to good enough deeds, do good enough to do this or do that. But all you have to do is take of that bread of life. Yeah. Simple. It's hard sometimes to understand that, that Christ would forgive me if I just ask. Because people aren't like that, are they? No. If you hurt somebody's feelings and you go to them and ask for forgiveness, how quick are they to forgive you? Mm. <laughs> Whatever. Right. It don't happen very often. But with God, he says, "Yeah, I'll forgive you. Bible says if we confess our sins, in 1 John 1, 9, he says if we confess our sins, he is faithful and he's just. Yeah. To yeah. forgive us our sins. Thank you, Lord. Every time we ask and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. How does that take place? Because we ask God to forgive us. <clears throat> Number one, the bread is true, the bread is free, the bread is divine, the bread is life giving, the bread is plentiful, the bread is desired of. And lastly, and I'm done, <clears throat> this bread is satisfying. The Bible says in verse number 35, He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Amen. This bread is satisfying. So who is the bread of life? Who is that bread that you're talking about, Brother Trenton? In verse number 35, I'm going to close with this. And Jesus said unto them, I am the bread of life. Amen, 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 amen. Clear and simple. It's a simple message, simple thought this morning, but I ask you this question, have you tasted of the bread of life? Do you know that heaven is your home? It's up to you whether you will receive that bread of life or not. And here's the deal, and I'm done. I can't receive it for you. And your mama can't receive it for you. And your daddy can't get it for you. Grandparents can't get it for you. You have to receive that bread. Yes. All by yourself. Yeah. Let's pray. Lord, thank you. Again, we're praying again. Lord, I ask, is there someone in this room that's never tasted of that bread of life? Lord, I pray that you will help them to taste of that bread of life so it can be satisfying to their soul. Oh, what this world needs is more folks to believe, more folks to be satisfied by the bread of life. Lord, I thank you for what you've done. Yes, yes, yes. I thank you as your book says. If I call on him, he'll answer. Lord, we love you. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Let me just ask a couple simple questions this morning. I know you're sitting there. You say, heads bowed, eyes closed. I'm going to ask a couple questions. You say, Brother Trent, I'm sitting here this morning, and I don't know.